0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Yes, you're listening to Blog Talk Radio, the cricket show, and we are waiting to join Mason and guests. We're around about six eighteen. So while we do so, we'll play you some listening music. I hope you enjoy my selection. This is let's start off with a poem verse by Connie Connelly, and she has a poem named Rum Talk.
2: And we are back, listeners with recipes from our Rum Talk. The first one is called Wadadli Sunrise. So what we're going to use is English Harbor High year Rum, Coca-Carib. Coca-Carib is a coconut rum. It's clear, moderately light-bodied, and has aromas and tastes of coconut and almond. And we're going to use... Uh, orange juice de Kuiper, and grenadine. Grenadine is a sweet syrup made from pomegranates, and so you're going to mix to your taste for that. The next recipe we have is called Sweet Love. Mm. All right, so again, we're going to use Coca-Carib. This time, cranberry juice de Kuiper, Amaretto. And amaretto is a sweet almond-flavored liqueur. Then we use some pineapple juice and just a drop of lime for that one. The next recipe is sun tan, and again we use uh, coca carib but this time we're going to be very specific. We need just one ounce of coca carib and one ounce of Bailey's. And what you do is you're going to layer this in a shot glass. So you just place the coca Cola and follow it by the same amount of Baileys cream, liqueur for that one, and drink. Now I have um, two more, and the second one, the third one I you, is called Electric Shock. And what you're going to use is um, uh, nut powder for this, amaretto, black currant liqueur, and cream. That should be a good one. And the fourth one I have for you, and the final one, is stormy night. And for that, you're going to use nut powder, cavalier rum, creme de coco, served in uh, layers again, so what you're going to do is layer it just like we layered the suntan recipe. You're going to just put the first, layer it with the nut powder, then followed by the Cavalier rum, then creme de cacao, and drink it as a shot. For complete info on recipes or to read about Forbes magazine's very powerful vote of confidence in Antigua's English Harbor five-year rum. Please visit website com forward slash news. Yeah,
1: that's Connie Whitley talking about rum recipe. Very good for, for you. I hope you will find some time to check out the webpage. And sample some of the delicious rum that is being produced in Kika and Barbuda. Let's turn our attention to this other selection I have put up for you.
0: Talk to you.
1: are waiting to join nation and guests on about 618. Until then, we will be playing you some music for your listening pleasure. I hope you enjoy it, and we want to let you know that we are on every Sunday from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. When we talk cricket, talk pure cricket. And this week's episode, or this Sunday's episode, will be with our special guest, Lawrence Yagorov. He's going to be on with us this Sunday, God's willing. So we ask you to join us. Join us from 6 until 9 around about 8 o'clock. Lawrence will be on. We hope you can be with us. Caribbean Gypsy Strings, the band out of Haiti. Haiti is going through some problems. Bus is being held up with footballers. Uh, don't know what is what this world is coming to. But let's to Haiti. That's the name of the group. This other one is by Foster for Peter. Remember, we are waiting to join Mason and guests in about three, five minutes time. But we have one by Foster for Peter. Um, song I love so much. Played it a lot. So, you're listening to the Cricket Show and obviously, we will be joining Mason and guess on about 18 minutes after six o'clock, and we will be filling in the time with some music for you. Hope you enjoy it. Here is Foster Popita. Popita. and guests. Model Popcorn by James Brown.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go. to find Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like music for your
3: Mother for me. The West Indies 271, so it means that the Sri Lankans are in front uh, with a lead of 153 with six tickets in the bag. And one would want to suggest that having been bowled out for 169 and to have restricted the West Indies to 271 with a tail not wagging this morning, that Sri Lanka, they've crawled their way back into this match. And when you consider the West Indies to have the back last, you never, never know. It's a very interesting situation. Of course, we're going to be looking at that match. We hope to go to Antigua and talk to some of the big guns down there a little bit later on. And, of course, we also want to pay some attention to the upcoming elections. Yes, come Sunday, March the 28th, it's going to be scared and shallow, uh, facing tenacity and Hope. And for more reports, it could be a very interesting battle. Question we ask, who will win? The answer is I really don't know. All right, let's, uh, without any further ado, we're going to look at that scorecard a little bit later on. But Toby Radford, the batting coach, um, is very much online. Uh, I don't know where he is. Maybe he could be at the White House uh, talking to Joe Biden. Um, It it can't be Donald Trump anymore, really. Where are you, Uh, Toby? How are you? Are you are, are you, at the, White well,
4: I are you at the White House? White House? Hope you are. No, I wish I was. <laughs> no, I'm in the uh, still in lockdown in Cardiff. Still in lockdown in the UK. We've been in lockdown for three months.
3: Mm,
4: <laughs> no I see. Than five months. Oh now. my
3: golly! Yeah. All right. So so it means you missed Barbados. It's, oh.
4: Do I want that sunshine, and the heat, and the blue skies, and the blue sea? Oh, God. I get anything in Barbados now, believe it. Indeed.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, in terms of COVID, how are things shaping up? I understand that
4: things are a little bit better now. Uh, well, they've, they've, they've vaccinated a lot of people. Half the um, half the population, or the older population, have been vaccinated. Mm. Uh, I come just under the, the 50-year-old. I'm 49. I'm 58 in December. Uh, but I I won't get vaccinated probably for another month or two. Mm. Uh, but vaccinated half the population, which is a great thing. So at least there's quite a few people now happier to get out than about, and uh, you know, not too worried about catching it. Like
3: mm-hmm. Well, we got Roland Butcher, who's who's not 49 by any stretch of the imagination. You know that Roland is pretty close to 80 now, and and it's showing because I I note with interest right. that his beard is now it's not it's not black anymore. It's, it's uh, what, what what is that colour? It's looking a bit like snow there. Hello, Roland. Nice to see you. How are you, my friend? Andrew, I'm fine. And um, good to hear you. And um, hello, Toby and Dr. Andrew. How much? Yeah. It's silver now, Andrew.
5: It's not the end. It's
3: silver. Right, of course. And silver sounds a little bit better, really. All right, gentlemen, let's look at the, the test match now. Let's start with you, Toby. How would you read this test match? Yeah. The Sri Lankans all up for 169, the West Indies uh, 268. There might have be been a more. The lead just over 100. A wicket went pretty early, but then we saw yeah. a very good partnerships for the second wicket. How would you assess the test match going into the, the fourth day?
4: Well, I mean, Sri Lanka have certainly turned up today, haven't they? I mean, they've made a bit much better attempt second time around, and I think tomorrow morning, I mean, that two-hour session tomorrow is massive, I think, that the West Indies come out and try and take a couple of early wickets. You, know, you, you don't really want to be chasing more than 250, do you, on your last innings. I know they've had this fantastic chase in Bangladesh at 300 plus, but it's, you don't really want to be more than 250. So I think getting a couple of early wickets is huge to break this partnership that's built, uh, and then potentially I'd see a West Indies win. If they get a good start tomorrow, if Sri Lanka can get through that first patch without losing many wickets, then it's suddenly the pressure builds on the West Indies, and you, you know you start to wonder you've got to get the ball out and then and get a chaseable score. So for me, huge in the morning that the bowlers come out, you know, ropes are fired up, the guys get a couple of early wickets. That's how I. Mm. Roland
5: Well, Andrew, I think the situation right now the game is very important. I think going into tonight. Um, will be a lot happier than the West Indies, because they're really caught up on the brink. Really, with that lead in first innings, you would have thought that West Indies was very much in control of the game. But, all credit to Sri Lanka, the way that they've gone about their business today, and the way they've occupied the crease and scored at the same time, I'm sure that it's still a good pitch, but they have shown that they're not as bad a as people think they are. Um, certainly, you know, they've got a couple of quality young batsmen and really, with the lead of 153, I think they're very much in. If they can eke out another 100 runs um, mm. for those last six wickets, I think it'll be a very tall order for the West Indies going into the final day, wanting 250, a victory. Um, it's not going to be easy. I think anything over 200 is going to be going to be hard.
3: Mm, going to be hard. All right, let, let's let's look at the, the, the West Indies in terms of the bowling in the second innings. Um, Were you happy with the way they bowled, uh, with that lead of 102, Roland? For me, um, Andrew, I was.
5: I think Gabriel has been on the ball. On Um, the ball. Yeah, I mean, in a situation where you are trying to get wickets, um, Mm. you know, you've got a lead of 100 or so runs, you know, and your number one fast bowler bowls only 11 overs in the the day. Um, That tells me that he, you know, he he he's either not fully fit or he's short of work or, or there's something quite not right because i expected that he would have bowled a lot more wickets and, and try pressure the sri lankan batsmen but the fact that he's only bowled um, so few overs really is it, a bit of a worry for me
4: Toby mm. but it looked it looked in bangladesh obviously very different wickets but the the, the bowling attack did well with the spin didn't they you know, Cornwall bowled especially well out there. Uh, he it just... I, I haven't been able to see the footage there. I've been following the score on my app here. Uh, but it looks as if he's gone up three or four and over and hasn't done the same damage on that pitch that he was doing on the pitches in Bangladesh. Um, clearly batted very well first thing. that had a great... And he's really pleased for him and he got some runs. But it, it, it doesn't look as if the spin has done the damage. And, and Butch is probably right. You need you a need strike bowler to be bowling more. Uh, and it's his job to get up and, and, and knock a couple of them over. But, you know, if you're only bowling 11 overs in a day when you, you've got that kind of need. i think you you, you as it says you've either you, there's either an injury there or there's something a bit more going on because you'd expect him to probably bowl you know another four, five or so on top of that in a day to be honest
0: mm-hmm.
3: dr ford how are you sir i see you're making a note is it about craig bradford's
6: captaincy <laughs>
7: uh hi andrew and roland and toby um <laughs> i was actually just uh having a look at my computer. uh question for toby we we didn't get to 300 in our first inning, so we batted a lot of balls and you know three of our players got star Campbell Mears, yeah. and the Silva but uh only Cornwall was able to get over 50 is that something that that concerns you we we had opportunities but did we profit
4: yeah. yeah, I think there's definitely been more discipline, and it looks—if you look at how they played at the, in Bangladesh, you know, just a month ago, where they won those two Test matches—they occupied the crease, they were prepared to bat for long periods of time. Myers, Bonner, Silver, uh, so it's clearly a plan, uh, and you're seeing that now with the opening battle, They starting to, to, to look to play. The danger is if you bat a long periods of time but you don't score, and then suddenly you lose two or three wickets, you—you you have been there a long time, but you haven't gone anywhere. Ford hasn't gone anywhere, so if you go on. It's fantastic and you set up games and you win test matches. What you can't afford to do is back long periods of time and get out 40. You've got to go on and get your 90s, 100s and big 100s. Uh, and that didn't happen yesterday. Most of those runs, you know, people got started early on, but most of those runs came in that lower middle order. Uh, and without the silver and Cornwall coming in and doing what they did, there wouldn't have been a lead at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so- what you're saying you know people got in and didn't go on but there's clearly an intent and it must have been discussed in those meetings and it must be a team plan they're looking to back time which i'm all for that in test cricket but you if you do that you've got to go on you can't be getting then get then getting out in 30s and 40s otherwise you don't go anywhere Mm -hmm. uh roland we start today uh Uh,
7: we weren't getting the win quickly and we ended up seven bowlers you mentioned that gabriel was bold enough but mayors got two wickets and mayors
5: bold enough well i mean the question is that's a very good question but i mean at the moment he's not considered one of the main bowlers I mean you've got several you got uh, bowlers plus spinner so you know mayors will certainly come into that attack after them he will not be considered certainly before bowling before jason bowler or jerry joseph or roach or gabriel so he will come in um later on um, what I would say is that there's been a, a reliance on the spin because, you know, Carmel bought 25 overs today. Nobody else bought more than, I think, 14? You know, yeah, they has to hold the holder 14. Both 25. And all the others are 13, 12, and 11. Uh, he's gone for 85. So, you know, that has not worked. You know, Sri Lanka, you must recognize that you know where they come from they, they don't play the spin too bad they're 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 pretty good players of, of the spin bowling so while conwell is a threat you know i think he's got to be used wisely because you know they will also enjoy back in the game you saw today you know fernando who was a very promising young player you know the way he played the spin he didn't just play orthodox he played several reverse sweeps mm-hmm. with authority so it tells you that even a young player like him, that he fancies himself against the spin. So that's where West Indies have got to be very careful that they don't put all their eggs in that one basket. And um, the way things have worked out today, I think it's worked perfect for um, Sri Lanka. Um, Dr. Ford, going back to yesterday, I think things could have been a lot worse for the West Indies, really, because, you know, Cornwall got them out of jail, really, yesterday, because Sri Lanka was... Right in the game, and that partnership with the silver is what really allowed us to get that lead. So it could have been even Stevens, and the way Sri Lanka back in the second innings, and the stats have shown that Sri Lanka usually back very well in one of the innings,
0: not mm-hmm.
5: really in the first innings, but they're showing that the second innings, and that is going to form. Um, so that has been expected of a team like Sri Lanka. So the thing they got out of jail. but I think
3: they're over reliant on spin.
5: Then
3: perhaps the fast is done some more work. So I'm saying just, just before uh, Dr. Ford comes in that um, Bra- Craig Braffitt got it wrong? No, no, I do I do that's what you're saying. I'm not saying that at all. No, but you're saying no, 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 but no, were, I, I, no, but I'm listening to you very carefully. When you say Craig got it wrong, in so terms in, sure in, in, in terms of I'm the way he sure in terms of the way he set up his
5: bowling. I'm sure I'm sure that previous catchment does not me. Um, all the decisions. I'm sure mm. you know the discussions. I was watching. It and I saw all the senior players having discussions. So they've yeah. come to. Um, but Roland, but Roland,
3: but but, but, but 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 you said. But, but Roland, you said. I'm sorry, This is my observation. No, no, but I but I, but but I'm listening to you and making I'm, I'm notes. I am not But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But you said um, that you were surprised that uh gabriel only boy, 11 over didn't you say that
5: well i did yeah good but i i also said that i'm not sure if he has um, a problem or whether he's just easing his way back into it and I, I don't know what you because also
3: say Ron, that you expected the passports to bore more uh, to bore more no
5: i do please don't put words in my mouth
3: no i never even entertained the thought but
5: what i'm saying is right i'm talking about me Mm. I'm not captain of the West Indies team, right? right? Captain of the West Indies team will we'll actually do things how he sees I'm mm. saying, me, if Gabriel was fully fit, you, you'd I, would ball I would have, have bowled in some more. But mm. I do not know I don't know what's going on down in Antigua.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: So you have to speak to someone in Antigua to find out whether Gabriel 100% or not.
3: Mm-hmm. Interesting. No. Um, and and and,
5: and do that is premise of the damage that was done by this Sri Lankan seamers. didn't do the damage. You know, the seamers did the damage. Right.
4: Okay. Well.
5: Okay. Um. Toby,
4: your. Subject. Well, no. What I was going to. Well, I was going to come in there and just say that we've obviously had these two great wins in Bangladesh, right? And Rakeem Cornwall played a huge part with the ball, but it right. was it, it was on diff- it, but it was on different pitches against right. different batting lineups. And I think this is almost where Butch was going. It, it, because he did so well, it was almost like Tasker came and he'll do it again in Antigua. Play, play spin very well, probably on a better surface than the one in and a exactly. different type of surface than the ones in mm. in Bangladesh. Uh, so therefore, he hasn't today had the same impact that he had when he won those two or helped to win those two Test matches in 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 Bangladesh. So therefore, you say, well, hang on a minute. Maybe we'll go to the pace and the seamers, which Sri Lanka probably won't like as much as the spin on a pitch in Antigua, which will definitely offer a bit more pace and bounce certainly than, than some of those pitches in Bangladesh, for sure. Uh, so, you know, what worked in Bangladesh a month ago might not necessarily work today in Antigua against the difference.
3: So, so you were expecting the Pacers to more more than Dogi?
4: But I, I, yeah, I'm, look, I'm not there, and, and exactly like Butcher's saying, you know, this is not criticism at all. This is potentially how he would do it or I would do it. And mm. I, yeah, it's very easy to fall into a trap if a team wins, and they've had two fantastic wins away from home, and everyone's lording the side, and one player plays such a big part, there's it's, it's almost an expectation, subconscious expectation, that that bloke's going to go and do it again. But it's, it's a different game in a different country, on a different pitch against a different team. So it does necessarily mean he can turn up today and he's mm-hmm. gone a 3 or 4 and over, they mm-hmm. played him better, the mm-hmm. pitch isn't offering him the same. You know, He's a fine bowler, tomorrow he could go out and get a few more wickets, yep. but that wicket might have suited a bit more pace and bounce and the opposition may be more vulnerable against pace and bounce.
3: Just before Dr. Ford comes in, uh, your assessment rolling of uh, Craig's captain so far in the Test match? What I've seen so far, I, I think he's done well. Mm-hmm. See, if you saw the, the deal that he
5: has set particularly but been in you know,
0: mm-hmm.
5: and when batsman came in uh, he exerted the pressure so you know i, d- I think he's done well and um you, you have to go back to bangladesh where he you know obviously started it there He impressed the selectors the who entrusted him with the job and um you know i think
3: i think he's done okay mm-hmm. uh toby you you share the, share the same view
4: oh look i think craig knows the game i mean i you know i've spent a lot of time with craig i haven't looked at I'm been able to, all I can follow is the score and the general feeling of who's I haven't been able to put the footage in the same way you guys have, mm. uh, so I can't comment on this stuff today. But look, I know Craig knows the game inside. He's going to be a good captain, mm. um, so I have no I have no queries of it. But to be honest, I had no problems with Jason. You know, I spent a lot of time with Jason, mm. so uh, I don't want to get caught in this. Um, no, you know, no <laughs> this not at all. City. No, you know? I, I,
3: my my concern is that the are is defensive. That's, not, that's not What, that's, What the captain? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean,
4: yeah but I, oh, but oh, I think, to be honest though, Andrew, and I, yeah. I think Butch was alluding to the point as well. It's not only the captain, you know, there are, there are other coaches around him, there's a head coach, specialist coaches, there's mm. discussions with other players. So, you know, when decisions are made, it's not only one person makes a decision. Mm. You know, these, there's often discussions go on clearly in meetings leading mm. up to the game, lunchtime, tea time. Mm always talks about what we should do next and uh yes the captain carries the can at the end of the day but mm. it's not always his his thinking
3: mm. all right well dr ford is keen to come in he's a big jason older man dr ford
4: okay. um
7: well <laughs> <laughs> you're rolling some some spin there or paste i'm not
3: sure medium 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 pace at kyle mirrors
7: be a rolling tie down for <laughs> for the free stream some... <laughs> <laughs> We're for uh, previously. This new concept of the team with Jason coming in six mm-hmm. and having five bowlers, is this mm-hmm. something that you feel is, is a good developmental move for the tech? It gives us uh the back quarter but we have some utility players uh there that can bat like Joseph and uh also the silva and mm-hmm. yeah,
4: Cornwall. What do you think about this new uh, contract? It comes down to how well those players play, doesn't it? If Jason played at his best with the bat, scored double hundreds before he scored runs, and he's consistent, then it works. Jason's got to be in form, scoring those runs. Uh, what I've liked, and again, I haven't really. Play, but he just looks, you know, the bit I have seen looks a fine play and the score's are good. The silver looks a good player already. And I think he's hopefully got a good long-term future for himself. He's coming in. Cornwall, is, we've always known he can back in domestic cricket. He's gone and got his first score yesterday in international cricket. And it takes time to adjust to this level, to go in at international cricket. So there's clearly people who can play there. It's doing it. You come up against the best teams, isn't it? So when you come up against the best bowling attacks, whether it's England, you know, it, it, when it's swinging around, or it's Australia bouncing you, or South Africa on quicker wickets, that, that, that's 6, 7, and 8. You've got to be able to hold up against Trent Bolt and Stark and all these other people around the world because there's so many other top teams that you can come up against over the next few years. So it's being able to do it against them. You know, there's teams you can do it against, but it's doing it against all the teams. That's what you want. Uh, Roland,
7: you can look at that. But also, when you look at the lineup, I, I get the impression that we really don't have a number three batsman. Uh, we have a lot of promising middle-order batsmen. I believe a lot of the batsmen, even some that aren't in the team, like Pope or Chase, are middle-order batsmen. And I get the impression that we lack a genuine number three batsman. What mm-hmm. do you think about the construct and, and not having a number three? Mm-hmm.
5: Well, listen, it- it, it's quite early stage now. Um, you know, these, these guys are very... The middle order is very much at the early stages of their international career. So, you know, you have to give them time. These guys have they only two test matches old. So Bonner, Bonner, Kyle Mayers, De Silva, those guys have they've got a few test matches behind them. So, you know, they're the ones that make up the middle order. So you have to give them an opportunity. Bonner's got the chance about it. You can't judge him just yet after one game. whether he's going to be an effective number three for West Indies going forward. You know he has to be given the opportunity. You know if he got third job in the first innings. He was he, disappointed that you know he got out after getting in and getting 30. But you have to give him a chance. You know you, you've also got um, Kyle Mears, mm-hmm. you know, who is very young in his, in his career as well. Um, you know seems to get 40 quite easily. Kyle. I think what Kyle has to concentrate now on is once he gets to that 40, you know, going on and getting a big score. You know, you've seen it happen a few times, even in, in Bangladesh. You know, mm-hmm. he got 40 odd in the, in the, I think it's the T20, or is it T20 or, or the, or the or one of those, mm-hmm. he got a 40 odd, got out. First, in this test match, he got a 40 the Palestinians, he got out. Here, he got a 40 and got out. So that is something that he's got to work on because all of those...
3: Could what do you converted. think is the problem, Roland?
5: Well, listen, it's a different level. You know, Andrew, in order to get runs at test level, it takes a long time, you know. The 40 he get, the 40 that he got in test match mm-hmm. would be 80 or 90 at first class level.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: And 100 at club level. So, it's going to take a lot longer. And you must remember that these guys in our side, they're still very young at the national level, which means that they don't you're not used to backing for a whole day at the time. Because in first-class first cricket, they don't bat for a long period. You saw how long Campbell had to bat in the first innings right. to get the 40 he got. What test cricket is about. You have to bat. You know, you're up against the best. And it takes a lot out of you mentally, physically, you know, to make a big runs. So I think Kyle is going to learn. He's got to learn that, you know, it's going to be hard. But when he gets to the 40, really, he's got to redouble the efforts then. You know, get past that and and move
3: on. Would you bat- that but would you bat him at four on this side? A very good question you are asking. you got uh, Bradford and Campbell, uh, B- Bonner at three, um, Mayors at four, Blackwood at five. Am I right? Uh, then you have uh, Holder coming in, then the Silver, and then in fact Joseph is batting um, ahead of Cornwall. Would you would you bat Joseph ahead of Cornwall?
6: Roland. Talk to me, is
5: that for me, yes. Joseph ahead of Cornwall. Well, I think on what Joseph had done so far in international cricket, Cornwall has done it. So you know, Cornwall is a is a work in progress. Mm. So you know, Joseph would have justified his elevation in the order because the guy has got two eighty odds in the last three test matches. Right. So you know, you've got to you've got to reward that, and, and there must be something there. So you know. Only time will tell whether he, he's able to continue uh, doing that. But you've got to give the order a chance. You
3: know.
5: Mm. I think so, Claire, so so you have no Claire,
3: you have no difficulties with the order, is that what you're saying,
6: Roland?
5: But not as it stands now. I think in, in if, if if you look at it, what you mm. would really like to see, based on experience, um, I would have liked to see Blackwood split Mayors and Bonner based Say it again. What I'm saying is
3: mm-hmm.
5: the experience of those three players, right? Um, right you've got Bonner at uh, three. You've got Kyle Mears mm-hmm. and Blackwood. Right. right. Blackwood is clearly the most experienced out of all of those. Right. And, and have done better than all the three. Right? But obviously, you know, maybe his preference or their preference
0: about that fight.
5: All I'm saying is that those two young players at three and four. A lot of responsibility because
3: you know three and four in the side, you know the best players have to be there. So then you you do so have those su- you so you do have a problem with the order then, because you're suggesting here, but but, but you're suggesting do, based on what you're saying. Hold on, based on what you're saying, Roland, is that you're saying that you were back back with a head of marriage. Isn't that what you're saying, Roland? I'm listening I'm listening to I you. I always listen to you, Rowland.
5: From my experience, of <laughs> 20 odd years as a professional, <laughs> yes. I, I I have gained quite a lot of insight into the game, cricket. Right. What I'm saying is that my estimation, mm-hmm. right, Bonner coming up three and they are the two youngest players, right, in terms of international experience.
3: Right.
5: So it's going to be it's going to be additional pressure because they're going to be up against the best ball ball is going to be relatively new. And three and four, in a team, is where your best player is back. Right. All I'm saying is, and I may be wrong, because Blackwood must prefer, and the team must prefer Blackwood to like five. But I'm saying, just on experience, mm-hmm. right? you know, in another team, you know, Blackwood will split those two so that they don't come one after the other. Because, you know, test cricket is not easy, Andrew. No, it's not. If it, it's not like playing at Saskatchewan on the Saturday No. Nope. but if about three and four, this match
0: is, that, that is
3: serious. Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back, we're going to certainly throw the same question to Toby Radford, who has made some notes. And, of course, we also want to continue um, our chat in relation to the team. I also want to ask the question, um, I know it has happened, um, would you, would you um, not maybe play Darren Bravo on this side? Because... You know, it, it looks to me as if maybe you could be a batsman short. Mm. I mean, I'm not quite sure. But of course, <laughs> when we come back from our break, That will Mason and Guess's Growth Association with a very good friend, us Snorty, to you, sport and culture.
0: Hey,
1: yes.
3: look at you stepping up the design address.
1: Yes, indeed. You are listening to Mason and Guess. We are waiting for... Waiting to rejoin the... the broadcast definitely we would like to invite you to be with us come sunday and every sunday from 8 from 6 until 9 p.m we bring you cricket we bring you cricket talk at this week's should be a very interesting weekend because it will determine we will know by then who will be the president of the Western indies cricket board if if carrot will retain it or would it be mr nasi back to mason missed
4: we didn't go to Bangladesh and they're no longer, you know, Brooks has fallen away. Rosten, who's had hundreds, he's not in the side. So there's a, there's a batch of batters, aren't they? Dowrich who's scored hundreds. There's a batch of batters who aren't even in the team at the moment who have been there and have scored a test match cricket. So you're looking at a bit of a pool of players. You're trying to work out who are the best batters and getting them in the right places. And I agree with Butch. It's about putting, mixing up the experience with the younger players. There's a lot of young players in this side. Jason as an experienced player is probably thinking right, go at six uh, and he's taking the lead of going in at six. I think having the silver coming in where he is I think he looks a technically very solid player. So even if you get a few early wickets, when he walks in lower down mm-hmm. I think the opposition thinks, hang on, we, we've really got to get him out. He looks, mm-hmm. a, he looks a solid very solid player coming in. Actually, potentially further down the line what I've seen of him, in the short I've seen him, I could see him batting higher up the order as he goes forward with his career because he does very solid player.
3: So you 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 like him at at, at his current position of what seven? You you, you like him? At well, I
4: no. What I'm saying is, I think he I think he has the technical potential from mm-hmm. what I've seen to go higher up that order at the same time. Not mm-hmm. necessarily now, but it's definitely in his career, he will end up much higher than he is now. I I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a proper batter coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you get them five down, he walks in. Yeah, I think yeah. it's great from a West Indies point of view yeah, but yeah, that yeah, yeah. The West Indies border, in, yeah, he He's got, get it, runs much higher. It, I believe.
3: Yeah. And he's come to a crisis on many occasions, but of course, you know, some people say that... Oh,
4: know, he will, because he can play. Yeah,
3: yeah, but, but, but uh, I put it the other way. I, I think he should try and stop a crisis. So perhaps you do know, he may not get that. But well, that's what I'm saying. So,
4: yeah. I, so, may, yeah. so there may be a time, yeah. there may be a time where he's back in the top five, and, mm-hmm. and he ends up in the top five. Yeah. At the moment, he is where he is. He is. And seven he's, is he's great from a West Indies point of view, it's wicked, so... Mm. and you've got to get him out because he can bat you yeah, know indeed. and he played well in new zealand look mm-hmm. if you play well in new zealand against bolts mm-hmm. and those bowlers on those pitches in new zealand you know the guy can play mm. you know because that was a real test mm. and that's the other thing when you look at the batting lineup right You've got to look at, you know, what you faced in Bangladesh, and some of the guys didn't make the slow pitches, not a lot of bounce, not a lot of pace, good spinners, and they played well. Then you've got different challenges. Now, there are not many players around the world, in any team, who play brilliantly against pace, brilliantly against spin, they play well on the sub model. Different players have different strengths, and you've got to know your players, and your batting order and the selections have to take into account the pitches you're playing on, the opposition you're against. That's why selection and, and, and the of things there's a lot of thought goes into it it's not just player a is in the team regardless because you know there's strengths of different players again in different countries and against different oppositions every time
3: mm, interesting um roland you you're, you're happy with, with the position of the silver at seven and, and uh, just all at six
0: well
5: uh, i think at the moment i i'm quite happy for the silver not to have too much pressure on him um, it is the same reasons as I said earlier, I mean, he is very young in his test career. I don't want to rush him too soon. I'm, 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 soon. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite I'm sure to understand to what that. you're
3: saying, though, Roland. Not, not to have too much pressure on but it. What, 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 what do you mean by that?
5: Actually, what, what I'm saying is too, too often in the game of mm-hmm. and I, I hear it with a lot of my colleagues, that as soon as somebody has done well, mm-hmm. they have suddenly the mountain and they have to be pushed up to the top. No. Mm. When someone has done well, mm. what you need to do is nurture them right. and let them get comfortable at doing what they in that position mm-hmm. before you elevate them. Mm. We tend to as soon as somebody show potential, mm. you want to rush them up there. Mm. No, the silver mm. later on in his career may end up in four or five. Right.
0: No. Mm. But
5: right now let him do what he's doing. Let he's doing it well, let him learn. Mm-hmm. This cricket, you have to learn. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, because right now, his potential, but Jason Holder has got best runs. Jason Holder has a, a, a double. Double, 100. yeah, right, right. Uh, so,
3: so, so six it's is good. So, so six is so six is good for Jason as far as you're concerned, Roland.
5: Well, yes, in, in,
3: in, this, in this current side, I think Jason is capable of in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the future, I'm sure the silver will, he will hold his own in the side. Well, I certainly about him higher because he's coming to a crisis they want to stop on. How about the silver at three? How about him at three? I like the what I've seen. He concentrates very well. You see, you, you see, I, I don't want the silver Two. to be coming with a score of 150 for five. I want the silver to back high in the order. He's got the ability, and mind you, he's also an opening match for like, back-bringing. And I am a little concerned batting, about this,
6: this inconsistency
3: in our batting. I want somebody up there who's reliable and bat balls, as you know, Roller. you bat a lot of balls for And for St. Catherine's too. do. You <laughs> let me explain something to you very, very clearly, right? That in uh,
5: first-class bowlers. Yes. Up front, or mm-hmm. top bowlers. Is different to batting test bowlers up front. Okay. So while his experience so far has been batting at a certain level in first-class cricket, mm. what top line bowlers has he faced? Particularly seam bowling, One, two, three, four same bowlers. R- no, he hasn't. Roland,
3: so Roland, he, Roland, Roland. Look, okay. he played against New Zealand. The- he played against New Zealand, made a very good impression. And look what he did when he played against yeah. Bangladesh. He made a 90-yard rolling. In oh, fact, really? he he has that's been that's very that's consistent as a batsman. In fact, I will say he to has. you. In fact, I will say to you that the silver should have played in the third test match in England because where and, and, and I was talking to Mark Harper, who's listening to the show, when the West Indies um, brought Gabriel into the side in England, and I said it on this program. I believe that the silver should be brought into the side as well because we had a struggling rapid, we had a struggling Campbell, and because we did not have the extra opening batsman, we ended up playing Campbell in the third test and he ended England with eighty runs. So Andrew, my question
5: to you, where has where has the silver had his success? He's had his success at six or seven. Okay, right. so, keep him, so
3: keep him there. You there.
5: not know, just because you have success there in, in two series, right? That you get elevated to number two. It's no, it gonna work so. Hey, all right, you know, in first class, day, maybe, do the, do the
3: no, gentlemen,
5: you know, he, 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 I, he will get there eventually, right? Let him learn the
3: craft where he is first, okay? Fair enough, fair enough. I, I, fair enough. I mean, sometimes I play devil's advocate. No, um. It's the first time in a long time that we're actually playing five line bowlers because, you know, I've said for a long time we devalue bowling. Are you happy with the construct of the West East side? Would it have been a difficult decision? We're going to go to Toby because you brought someone like a Darren Bravo into the side. But when you look at the bowling, you've got Joseph, Cornwall, of course, uh, you've got Gabriel, and their Roach, and Holder. Um, and the decision was to leave out <laughs> the left-arm spinner Warrickon and the left-arm Darren Bravo, who, by the way, is a good player of spin bowling. Um, no. in, in your time, Toby, when you were the batting coach, they tended to be 4 bowlers?
4: Yeah, we generally went with four, and the seamers would have bowled more, more overs uh, in the day, for sure. Uh, and I think back to Antigua 2017, mm-hmm. when Bravo played a big part in the second test against against England where he batted he got fifty and batted about four or five. I think he played really, really well on that ground. So mm. you know, uh, he clearly had form recently he's had some runs in the fifties, so, you know, he didn't form. But I don't I don't know how they collected the team I don't know the thinking and the talking that's gone on behind the scenes. Um, you know, you go decide the that's there. I personally would like to see one extra batter in there because mm. our batting on a day scores 400, but it's up and down days. It's never really consistent. And mm. I think until we get that consistency, mm. I think you always need that, that. For me, I see that one extra batter. Can I ask
3: the question yeah, before, we, could we, before we go to Roller and, of course, Dr. Ford, would you <clears throat> play Darren Babel in this team? Me personally. Yeah, 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 in, 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 in here. Yeah,
4: You've got to think, well, who do you play him instead of? You know, who do you play him instead of? Carl okay. Mayers, they, they want him to play. He's just got 200. He just won them a game in, in Bangladesh. You want to play Bonner, had a fantastic tour in Bangladesh, won them two test matches. So they want to show loyalty mm. uh, to, as Butch says, the young players who are doing well. They, they want, and it's about developing players. You can't have players in and out. You can't have a player have two bad innings and drop in. You know, because you've got to develop the long term. And, and international cricket, very few people go in and they deliver straight away. It Mm. takes time. Mm. So the the selection has to be consistent and fair. Now, if that's the reason for not playing grass, because they wanted to stick with players who've just won them games, who've been playing really well, and, and they're going to be good players for the future or being well, then I have no problem with that. If it was to play an extra bowler, and leave a batter out and it's a bowler that then hasn't bowled much then mm-hmm. that's a different debate but mm-hmm. if it's if it's leaving bravo to play one of the, the batters no i think they did the right thing because those batters have earned that place they went mm-hmm. to bangladesh mm-hmm. they beat bangladesh and they deserve to play mm-hmm. so it depends on the reason for why bravo play.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, roland
4: your reaction
5: andrew it would have been very difficult to say bravo because you know you're looking at three four five and in order to play Bravo, you would have had to leave out either Bonner, Mears, or Blackwood. Mm-hmm. Right. Blackwood is the most experienced of the three, so he is there. And just scored a double hundred and won the best match. Bono was man of the series. So you see the difficulty that the selector had in who to leave out. So Bravo, it was very difficult for him to get in. In terms of leaving a, a, a ball out, if they wanted to play another batsman. The the person they would have to leave out Joseph. Uh, and that would have left them really with their watch and bowler as, as the three seam bowlers, and, and the off spin of Cornwall, and obviously you know Craig would have to do some bowling as well. Uh, that have made the bowling a little bit short. I I think really this first test match we had no choice really in relation to the, the Bravo issue because those three guys did so well. That you know they had to continue, and, and obviously that's the
3: way they selected There's a there's a WhatsApp coming from Jamaica. It says, "Tell Roland Butcher the West Indies team playing a batsman short." Roland, thank you.
0: Tell him thank you. I'm glad to hear it. But Andrew,
5: in order to be a batsman, in order the
3: make sure you
0: have to be a bullshit right
3: okay now now gentlemen let, let, let's go to antigua i, I almost said J- jamaica but of course courtney walsh now is um is is, is a is an antiguan really um he's married to an antiguan yeah. and always enjoyed antigua the beaches there as well and the food um ambassador courtney andrew walsh is with us let's go and talk to him he eats of course, a part of the comedy team. Hello, uh, Ambassador the Watch. How are you? Do we have Ambassador the Watch on the line? Hello, Ambassador the Watch. Okay, we've just been told that um Ambassador the watch it was with us. I don't know if Larry, could you see if Ambassador the Watch is there? Is he there? Okay. Uh, okay. We'll try and call him back? All right. All right. We're gonna try to get Ambassador the Watch uh, very much um on the programme. Dr. Ford.
7: Yes, uh, well, Toby, I have a question for you. Um, Alvarez has played uh, 14 test matches, taken about two and a half wickets per match. His his best uh, figure, maybe three for 30. He hasn't had a four wicket or five wicket haul. Uh, He's young, he's going to the UK. Uh, What do you think about Alvarez? How is he progressing for a young bowler with that type of, of record thus far?
4: Honestly, I think his batting has developed more than his bowling in the last two years. Looking at him, he, 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 he was a guy who used to love his batting, right? He practices his batting, he's always hitting balls, and he's actually started scoring runs low down the order. But I don't see, I don't see for all his ability and his pace, uh, and he has spells, but I haven't seen him really develop his bowling the way I think I would have hoped, and I think everyone would have hoped, because he was a, you know, he was a, an under nineteen star, and that World Cup winning side um, came in. He's he's had really good days, but the good days I think with the international team have tended to be with the white ball, where he's come on and the white ball gets that extra bit of bounce and pace, and he's a bit of an enigma, honestly, Alzari's an enigma, I spent a lot of time with him in nets around the world, and he'll come and he'll charge in 90 mile an hour against his own players in the nets, and then some days in the middle, whether it's rhythm, <laughs> confidence, yeah. it's coming out at eighty two, eighty three, and you think, well, God, yesterday you were trying to kill our own blokes in we've got a bit of that, we've got a bit of that for the West Indies, so it's it's, I don't know whether that's confidence or rhythm or technique. I'm, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a bowling coach, but I've seen him where he really fires and when he's bowling well, he's a fine bowler. But I haven't seen that consistency and the development in his game, and I think that's shown that he's not knocking people over the way you'd want him to. Mm-hmm. Um, White ball cricket, I think he's actually been better in the fifties than he has in the uh, in the red ball Test cricket.
3: Um,
4: but it's very interesting. I'll just add. Can I just add one thing? Sure. Talking to Jason Holder, you talking to Jason. Jason says that his own personal bowling has, has come on a lot in the last couple of years. Where he watched Jimmy Anderson and he realised it's all about bowling the same boring ball time and time again mm-hmm. and putting pressure on the batter and creating your wickets. And and Jason Holder's is saying he only learned that two years, and he's done it, he said that on interviews, he said that to me privately. So, you know, Alzari Joseph, again, what you want now is learning to happen. You want that control coming with Alzari, so he starts to, to mm. learn the skills that Jason has learned. You know, pass that stuff on.
3: Mm. Well, well, perhaps it's a good time to bring a, a fast bowler. who's long retired now. Uh, no plans of coming back to play cricket. Ambassador Watch from Antigua. Good evening to you, Ambassador. How are you?
8: Hi, Andrew. Good evening.
3: Good. Okay. Well, doing a good comment and I hope that uh, the West Indies can certainly uh, come through and, and, and win this Test match. Just before you, we get your assessment of the day's play, we were on al Joseph, getting what, uh, two and a half tickets for Test match. Um, you, your impressions of Mr. Joseph as a bowler, al Well, I
8: think at the moment he's ugly. We know his potential, we know what he has to do. I don't think he'll be happy with what how things are going for him. I mean, but as I said to him a couple of days ago, wicket-free confidence. And I think, you know, you need to get a couple of wickets beside him so that he can really try to express himself. So I think, you know, I know that his returns are not what we are expecting. But when you see the potential there, and you, see, you know what he has done before. You know, you want to give him as much opportunity as you can. But at the same time, you know, keep working on him. So I know his confidence is a bit low because I've spoken to him, um, but that, at the same time I know that he, from a team point of view, he to be performing as well. So I was, I'm kind of hoping that in this test match, he still, I mean, it's still two days ago, he can do something to give him some confidence because I think he's lacking in confidence when he's bowling.
0: Mhm. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Indeed, because his stats not not all that good. I mean, what do you think is the problem? Is there a problem, or you just expect eventually he will come through and start getting wickets? Is there anything? I think
8: I said the wickets will come. I think right. he needs, the patience needs to be shown a little bit more. Um, but these are the crossroads where everybody else around him is getting wickets. Um, I mean, I've been in those situation before, where you want to step up to the plate as well as to make a contribution. and Sometimes you try too hard, or sometimes you don't stay as focused as you should be, just to mm-hmm. play the patient game.
0: Mm-hmm. So
8: I am sure that if you know if he does that and get a couple of wickets, that will be confident and then he can then express himself after.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Doctor Ford. Anything for
7: ambassador? Um, well, we're looking now at at the fast bowl And Shannon Gabriel hasn't bowled that much. Is it that he is being bowled too little, or is it that he's stiff? What's your impression seeing Shannon in this test match? How does he look? Uh, I think what, what I'm
8: seeing, I know from, from my from my experience. Um. He hasn't played a lot of cricket since he left Bangladesh, and with the pandemic about and stuff, he's probably not been able to go out and express himself and you know get a lot of bowling under his belt. Um, I was hoping that he would have been able to come in and play the four-day game, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. Um, just in a two-day game. I mean, you can see he's getting better with stride the more he bowls. I don't, he hasn't got enough bowling on his belt for matches, and um, you know it's unfortunate with the situation that we are. But um, I, I just think that. As, as he boards, you got to probably use him in charge of first to get back into that rhythm. He's just missing a little bit of rhythm. And if he gets that going and be able to you know, line up the rhythm a little better, we'll see at his best. But sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit of pace to get back that control and then express yourself again. And if I was in his sh- um, shoes because of the experience, that's what I was looking to do. I Have more control, hit the right here as I want to be hitting. And once I have the confidence of doing
7: that, i back up the full throttle. Uh, Cornwall bowled 25 overs today, so it meant that all the other four fast bowlers and the occasional bowlers uh, had very short spells. Um, do you think um, we need to have the bowling uh, with Cornwall as a fulcrum, or should we try some some more um, times when we just have two quicks going and saying that the quicks have done so well in this match?
8: Yeah, the quicks have done pretty well in this match times in the game that you know you're you're probably seeing you know you could have had two picks falling together but when the wicket is playing the way it did and you're not getting the wicket you 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 try to get caught in between but there's definitely a time i think right after key i was saying to myself maybe it might be a good time now to have roach and holder together to see if they get something going um that didn't happen uh kyle Myers came on and break the partnership and got two wickets back to back and then we saw roach and bowler trying to see you know the cat going to try to get the, a couple more wickets did get one in the end but you know sometimes you try to you, you have to play the patient game i think craig did that reasonably well today um in terms of waiting for the opportunity when he got it he then tried to see how he could just get a stack of wickets and it did not but
7: that's test cricket okay what well, what influence do you think this ball has had because the ball has been been doing a lot the whole match and, you know, there's the Kookaburra, there's the Duke. What do you think about us using this ball uh for our test t- match? If we're going to play the I, and, and, and the or finger
8: spinners as well, I think the Duke's ball is better for us because You get more revs on spin. The seam stands up longer. You get a, a lot more swing and seam off the pitches. So, one two wickets, the surface is good enough. The Duke's are going to give you, for me, especially when I more more response you get more response i mean i just laugh a lot longer with the with the in the caribbean they go pretty early so after 10 12 hours sometimes it's not much you get. with it but just you know mm. hope and prayer play the waiting game with the duke it lasts a little longer 30 40 Just you to get something good with it and and once the quality of the ball is good then you're happy to, to get as much as
7: you can do you think this ball will help us help our batsmen to develop more? It, it's doing a lot more. It's staying pressure
4: for longer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you learn the spins that, um, that help you, then go away and, and and coming to places like England and New Zealand become easier. So when the ball is around, you know, you, 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 your domestic game and your domestic conditions tend to produce that type of play. So. Um, you know, I think if you've got a ball now that is doing a bit more, it's going to be a, a definite help, I think, for technique and for players when they travel abroad, for sure. Go ahead, Andrew.
7: How ball are we using for our four days cricket? And uh, what do you think of, of the comparison between the ball? I'm not
5: sure what they're using, but what I would say is I would prefer to so use the two because you know, the next thing from first class really is test cricket, so if you, use cricket, mm-hmm. you might as well get to practice first class cricket with it. Mm-hmm. As, as, as a baller, uh, because you still have to, you don't just let the ball go up, it does everything, you, you have to learn how to ball. From a backing perspective, if you know, we can play against that ball, uh, in you know, it certainly will help you when you step up um, to
0: the next level. So okay, we'll do Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: Ambassador Walsh, just just wanted to look note the test match. Very interestingly positioned, 169 and 255 for the loss of four. Uh, that's Sri Lanka, the West Indies, 271. So they're in front by 153 with six wickets in the back. Um, what are you looking forward to tomorrow?
8: Well, I'm looking forward to another exciting test match. I think this test match has gone up and down. No one team has overly dominated. First day honours was to the West Indies um, by Bowling Sri Lanka. Second day honours, I think we have gone back with the West Indies today. Sri Lanka came back into the game. Uh, and for them to sort of get a big advantage after to bat, deep into tomorrow, probably up until tea time, to get a lead that they're very comfortable with. West Indies, on the other hand, if they can get a couple of wickets before lunch and try to come just after lunch and chase something like a 200, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be a walk in the park, but they'll much, much prefer that than to be chasing in excess of 350.
3: Your impressions, uh, Ambassador The Watch, about the pitch. Take us through the pitch from the first day to the third day.
8: I think it had something to, to offer for, for, the, for the, the, the bowlers. We know on the first day it was going to do a little bit more. It was a little bit, had a little bit more moisture in it. So the bowlers did very, very well in you know, extracting what they wanted to do and bowling. Sri Lanka out. Uh, second day it became a little bit easier but it was a little bit on the slower side. Today was probably the best day it was for batting and Sri Lanka sort of maximized that. Um, you, you have to give the ground staff credit because these squares this, this have been used since January, the end of January. And you know to get a wicket that on the third day it's still doing a little bit but still a good cricket wicket in my estimation. So you don't want it to be too one-sided. I think it's a good cricket wicket. Um, tomorrow, it's going to probably do a little bit more, get a bit more spin from it as well. So as the game progresses, the wicket is doing what I expected it to do, and that's what it is all about.
3: Um, just before you go, because I know you're a very busy man there in Antigua, what about the construct of the West Indies side in terms of the batting order? You're happy with it? You got Bradford and Campbell and Bonham, Mears, Blackwood, uh, Holder, De Silva. Joseph Cornwall. Then we come down to uh, Roach and Gabriel. Happy with the way? I
8: think that, that is lined I, up. I think I think they looked at the, the wicket and the, the, the squad and all the guys played in Bangladesh. You, you have to be, give the guys credit. I mean, some guys deserve it all well in Bangladesh. You got to play them again. And I mean, the broad team holder and I mean he's is, is, is proved right. with with his wicket all. So you know, we have to try to be consistent. Uh, I know there's those debate that we played five bowlers and should have played four. And this time we're we'll going to play four three or five, Jason being a you know, so good all-rounder, you, you can play the extra batter or bowler from time to time, depending on what's happening. So I'm pretty happy with the, with the team that was selected.
3: So, so, so what have you done, though? Because there are a lot of people on the WhatsApp. In fact, I've, i got a couple of uh, WhatsApp messages from Jamaica saying that we are playing a batsman short. Do you agree with that, Ambassador?
8: No, I don't think so. I, I you I don't think so? A so. uh, bowler batting at seven or six, and then you're the silver, the way he's been batting, um, he passes extremely well in, in Bangladesh. You've got to give these guys credit and confidence. Mm. And if we if we want to have a nice balanced attack, and if can, whenever you can play four seamers on a spinner and have batting the way it goes down, then, I mean, pretty good because when you look back at it, I know he didn't get the basketball from us. Zara Joseph got run down in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Jason has gotten runs run down there. Now we see, we don't call him back. He just wasn't a to run. He's got the run as so In terms of the depth of the batting, I think we have enough depth in the batting.
3: Ambassador Watch, I want to concentrate on new players. Let's look at Joshua Silva. What's your impression of him as a batsman and as a keeper?
8: Very good temperament. He's only going to get better with the attitude that he has. His skill set look very good and I know he's a very hard worker. So I am really impressed with how he goes about and how he carries himself. And once he keeps improving, it's going to be good depth for Westerners cricket.
3: Mm-hmm. I see. Yes. And as a keeper?
8: He looks good at the end of the week, his club works good, um, he's going to get better with that as well because, you know, he, he's improving all the time. And as I say, once he sticks to what he's doing and keep, keep working at his own game, then the sky's going to be the limit for him. I like his attitude, I like his work, he's going to learn and get better, so that can only help him.
3: Just before you go, and master the watch, um, talking about Craig Baffett, how he led the side so far?
8: Craig is always going to be a... Craig, he's hand up in the ring after the job and he's going to try to do the best he can for the team and for himself, but... Craig is always a good team man and, you know, he's going to get the best, I think, out of the guys. Jason Oles is a good friend, so... do not going to have any issues there. Mm-hmm. And I think he's, he's learning on the job. This is only... I think it's his best match,
0: so... Right.
8: He's learning on the job. Mm-hmm. The back-room staff will give him as much, much support as they can and I want to do that. So
7: he you keep on improving.
3: hmm all right, Doc uh, uh,
7: Courtney. One last question, uh, Courtney. You, you had a stint as West Indies captain. Can you just uh, explain to us, the, you know, the frustrations of being captain. You know, the effort that's put in. Sometimes again, the results, and also dealing with the with the general cricketing public, and and also you know other forces that may be critical. What's that really like? to be West Indies captain? If you have a good team around you
8: and the players respect you and stuff, it puts all, a lot of that um, on the back burner. I think the issue comes if you have you know, people who are not giving you the full support. As a captain, you're the leader. and um, Once you have the respect of the players, it makes life a lot easier. And if your management team gives you support and everybody respects you across the board, you know, it, it makes the job a lot easier. The frustration comes when the results are coming your way. And sometimes, you know, you're you losing sessions that, you know, you're not, not supposed to lose. You lose games that you, you're you dominated and you have played well in some games or some tours ago and just doesn't happen to you. That's when you get frustrated, especially when you know you have the, the, the ability and the capability of, of doing better. But um, as I said earlier, once you have people around you that will give you full support, it helps. It helps. definitely helps.
3: Final question. Final, final question. You've just been joined by Dr. Kishore Shallow, who... Uh, Looking uh, to become, well, continue the job as vice president of Cricket West Indies. So we're going to talk to him very, very soon. Let's look at the game. And this is the very final question, Ambassador Walsh. Looking at your crystal ball, what do you see? 169 and 255 for four. And that's Sri Lanka West Indies 271.
8: I would like to see six wickets tomorrow in my crystal ball (laughs) before lunch or just after lunch. Fifty or 60 runs maximum, and the
0: West Indians are going at knock it off. Mm. All right.
3: I think that's good. As a West Indian to the bone, I, I, I agree with you. I want to thank you, Ambassador Watts, for coming through and talking to us. Continue to um, enjoy the, the television coverage. Are you enjoying it, Ambassador Yes, I'm Watt? enjoying it.
8: I've not done it for a while, but I'm really enjoying it now, which is good. Yes,
3: indeed. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your afternoon there in, in Antigua. Thank you very much, sir. All right. There you have it. All, All right. right. Right, we've got Toby Radford still with us, and of course, we've also uh, got uh, our very good friend, Roland Butcher. We've been joined by the Vice President of Cricket West Indies, Dr. Kishore Shallow. Dr.
9: Shallow, good evening to you. How are you? Good evening, Andrew. I'm fine. Good, good evening as well to your, your colleagues, your esteemed panel, and all your listeners. Good, good. evening.
3: Well, we try to, um, to, to bring the, the big guns on the show, and we know about the, the biggest gun of all, um, the, the Vice President. Of course, you've got an election. I, th-
9: I thought you were going to say Dr. Ford. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I expect I expect to hear uh, from Dr. Ford. In fact, when, when you said that, Dr. Smoot, uh, Ford's smile was as broad as St. Vincent and the Grenadines too. <laughs> yes, man. it uh, be good to see as well.
9: And um, I always enjoy, you know, hearing your analytical um, views. And, and, thank and you very much. How are you doing? So, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm hoping okay you're fine good. as well, man.
3: Right. No. Thanks very much. Right. No. No. Shallow, why should we re-lect you as vice president of cricket, West Indies?
9: Andrew, you know, when you look at um what we have done over the last two years, you know, I think you know we we have really done a a good job. You know, we we have um without a mandate asked of us by our our colleagues, our directors across the region. Not using COVID-19 as an excuse, but I think COVID presented us with opportunities to really demonstrate true leadership, you know, what Cricket West needs was longing for, for a period of time. And I think overall, you know, by all measurements, I think the feedback has been quite positive in terms of our performance. But I'm sure we'll get more into the details, you know, over the next few minutes in the program, Andrew.
3: You have been uh, Vice President for about years now. What are some of the major achievements?
9: We have spoken about them over the last few, at least last year. You know, I could repeat them for you, Andrew. Sure, some of them. sure, I want to hear we, them. We, we, we. Yeah, one of the key things, and I'm sure that the entire panel on this would agree, the repairs done with our stakeholders, mm-hmm. um, government, heads of government across the region. we now in a position where prime ministers want to beat the cricket west indies again we know that at one point there are some prime ministers that did not want to have any involvement in cricket Western simply because of the leadership and the disrespect um that they receive from the the past leader the immediate um past president especially and then we talk about players expanding our players pool there there will be absolutely no one argue that our players most of our players are now available to play for West Indies. Players, you know, and we could give examples. Nicholas Poran, at one point, you know, we were wondering if he would ever play for West Indies again. Then we had Dwayne Bravo, Peter Edwards, and I would give this case, Rakeem Cornwall. Mm-hmm. In 2019, I am well aware that does made a decision that we're not going to select like Kong not even for West A team. But the simple fact established then that he would not be considered for selection on the West Indies men's team. And that's a fact, Andrew. Oh,
3: I didn't right? know
9: that. And that's a fact. You can I you know your man, you know Yeah I I started I started
3: do my investigations there. Mm.
9: Yes, and and you you could check it. It's not hard to confirm either. Rocky was left out of all eight teams, um, just around 2019 or 2019, probably 2018, mm-hmm. right? And, and as I said, for the simple fact that he was no longer to be considered to play for the men's team, and it was thought there and then that it was, was pointless selecting him for a team if he's not going to be considered for senior team. Rakim has since gone on and won us a few games, and I'm sure he will be winning us more games in the future. And the player's pool, when you look at the Super 50 that just concluded, seeing players available, all of senior players in available for that tournament, including Dwayne Bravo, who didn't play the tournament, but actually attended the tournament as a mentor young players right i think that's a tremendous accomplishment in terms of expanding our player school by rebuilding that relation with our um, players and our other stakeholders also we talk about financial reform when we took office in 2009 andrew and colleagues Mm -hmm. we were in a mess absolute mess we were wasting money right and center Right. We operated on the premise that future. So, for example, in 2019, we anticipate, you know, endless surplus uh, in in terms farm cash revenue, you know, bumper year, as we say. And then the following year, you would come to a point where, as you know, that the rent revenue to be generated would be probably quarter of that. But yet you increase all of our expenses in that year. And so what we found was co-management and we end up having to borrow, borrow money and then obviously we pay an interest over a period of time and so on. Just really not true than financial management. We have fixed that, as you know, and you have read the PKF report. Mm-hmm. Quite a few recommendations came to the board and we have implemented majority of those which has certainly helped us to 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 be in a much better place where our financial management is and so on and you would have learned recently that we have signed a few deals, major deals. Um that's again because of confidence in our organization and the leadership of Ricky Scarrett. And of course being in a position of managing our finance is better. You know, we, we could obviously invest those money in a, in a much wiser way, much prudent way going forward. And there are others. Our coaching program. So we would attest test to you that, you know, in the region, from his experience, our coaches are not um, at the level where they should be if our players are going to, you know, so a, a fellow like and others still stem to the coaches at the senior level. When our players reached it, they came and uh, they, they reached that stage unprepared for international cricket. And so the workload on these guys are uh, tremendous. A lot of things that should have been taught at the, not even the franchise, but even at club level, level in some of these countries, they are not, the, the fundamentals are not, that is because we have had a, a very poor coaching system in the region. And we have recruited since Chris Bramazon, as you know, Andrew, mm. out from out of yeah. Australia, Australia, who is our coaching development manager, and he is tasked with upskilling our coaches throughout the region. Right, so that our players can be taught more from grassroots level up under 16, sorry, under 15, or 17, under 19. And this is for both male and female. So that by the time they get to a Toby Ratford at the international level or for the Simmons at the international level, you know, it's more of, of you know, just hard, you know, instead sort of just nurturing them slightly or more, I would say, adjusting and, and more of the mental facets of the game, right? Get them to you know be more consistent at that level, but certainly not with the techniques and so on that we have now coming with all the deficiencies at that level. So a lot of areas we have addressed. Um, I would also add the selection system, which we all are quite familiar with, establishing the first selection policy ever for Western Indies cricket, and it you know it goes on and on, you in terms of accomplishments over the years,
3: mm-hmm. the last two years. Uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Ford.
7: Hey, hi. Uh Dr. Shallow, um with the beginning of the next term, what are the three important things that your administration would like to achieve for Cricket West Indies and you can sequence them in importance if you wish? Yeah, well,
9: you know, we obviously have to build on the foundation set. um sometimes we will continue to work on. Uh, we have reviewed or uh, revised our Cricket Force plan to a Cricket Force Plus plan now going into the second tenure. Um, some of the things that we have listed, and I'm sure you would have seen our document. If not, I'll share them with you at some point before them and the other members of the panel. But we talk about greater investment in grassroots cricket, You know, obviously in partnership collaboration with the government across the region, expanding that same coaching program that I just spoke about reviewing our regional professional franchise system. You know, what we need to do is improve the standard and the culture within that whole franchise system. Getting those players to where play more intense cricket on the field, right? But also off the field ensure that they want to improve at all times. Make sure they work closely with the coaches, the, the SMCs, the physios, getting them to a state of readiness for international cricket. We also have to capitalize on, you know, the the global audience and fans we have of West Indies cricket to increase or uh, improve that tremendously. Where our, if you look at our our digital platform, you know, millions of of views of viewership over the last two years as well. And what we have to do is now try to, you know, take advantage from a commercial side. Um, with regards to the fun engagement. And we talk about also greater greater international exposure for our youth players, both male and female, whether on the 19 uh our emerging teams. And then one of the key things that I know Roland for show, you know, is very passionate about this high performance system. That is something that we must get going and that would be done, you know, by implementing a master plan at the CCG in Antigua. You know another another benefit, another significant gain uh, achievement over the last two years, and this often goes often goes um mentioned, but is the use and some technology. You know, when we look at the panel, the, the selection panel established by the selection system review task force. One of the recommendations there was to have a system analyst assigned with the panel, and it is because we want to make decisions, more informed decisions with data. And so we have someone assigned to that to have a, a system, sorry, a system of recording data for players. That's our smarter based program and so on. So we have been using technology mm-hmm. and science, um, we have been incorporating fitness and, and you did this goes on. I can, I can, I can say it. we could, we could go on and on mm-hmm. with our 10 point plan from 2019 and the
3: one
9: in 2021 going forward. Just before you come in, Doc,
3: um, someone asked a question. Um, you spoke specifically about Ryan Cornwall, and they're asking, um, and they said maybe Roland can, can, um, can comment on this, what's happened to Shane Dorridge? Can, can you tell us, um, doc, Dr. Shallow?
0: What's
9: happened to Shane Dowage?
0: Mm-hmm.
9: What what has happened to him, Andrew?
3: No, I mean I mean we haven't heard anything at all. I mean Roland can, can, can certainly help here. I mean you've been talking specifically about, um, of course, Ryan Cornwall, but I've gotten a lot of a lot of a lot of WhatsApp messages. Yeah. Of course, you know he came back I, from I, 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 from New Zealand. What's happened to him? Do you know? Or oh, Roland can help us? I Doctor? I, I, I pause, you know,
9: I personally have I personally personally have spoken to Shane. Okay. Because no doubt he, and, and we would all agree that Shane still has a tremendous um future in West Indies cricket. And he's working closely with our, our medical um experts mm. so that he can get back in the field and get back playing cricket again. But that is where he is. We one hundred percent supporting Shane and will continue to do so, and, and I mean, I am certainly looking forward to him being back on the field playing the West Indies.
3: What is the nature of Andrew, his injuries? Um, what, what is the nature of his injuries, Dr. Shaloh?
9: Andrew, uh, I listen to your program every now and then, Uh I you asking that question over If you If you really want an answer, I could provide you with Dr. Oberguston's answer. so he would be the best person oh, to discuss oh, see. that. Oh, I
3: Fair way. enough, fair enough, That's fair enough. Uh um I or even Roller Butcher because
9: he just threw it. I'm not sure about Rolling. I'm sure I want to do, I see <laughs> to do it. Dr. Butcher, what I hear some of the days. Doctor Butcher, can you help us
5: up as Shane I'm not a doctor and um I spoke to Shane a couple of days ago because I checked with him from time to time.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, he's fine, uh um, get himself fit, obviously with the lockdown in Barbados you can't you can't practice um next
3: cetera, but he's doing his physical work etc and um you know he's on the way back wonderful well but well, toby radford you, you'll be listening very very closely maybe we can um bring you in um you've got dr oh, shallow uh, any concerns <clears throat> as we go into the elections uh toby any questions for dr shallow
4: no i mean look i i stay out of the politics <laughs> i come on talk cricket so i don't want to get too involved in uh, in elections or whatever uh yeah, I've, obviously, having worked there for a long period of time and been involved, sort of on and off for the last ten years of West Indies cricket, I'm a I'm a passionate observer. I still work with one or two privately some of the players, um, and I've been look. I've been really pleased in the last couple of months to see some good results. I thought Bangladesh was a was a real move forward in the way they played, and to get a win like that away from home, uh, I'm pleased that they got some wins in the last few weeks. So, but I want to do well, mate. Mm. I, I want the players to do well. I want the team to do well, and uh, I think all you want is that there's consistent management uh, mm-hmm. from the board, mm-hmm. that selection is consistent. I think that's all players want. Players mm-hmm. want um, consistency and fairness. Um, and clearly there has to be good financial management. All of those things need to take place. And, you know, from my point of view, may the best man win because you just, we want a good product. And, and West Indies is an enormous product around the world, isn't it, to market. Uh, and a winning product is an <laughs> even better product to market. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we can get winning. Mm. and the board is consistent and fair marketing right. the game well i think uh, everyone is happy and, and i'd be delighted to see it from uh, from here in the uk you know
3: doc, doc, dr shallow there's been some very muscular um discussion um your challenges have, have gone after you uh, mr sanasi there in Ghana, and, and and calvin hope in barbados um, i was rather interested to see the uh the press release from your uh, from your president is cricket West deeply divided, board level?
9: I I, I don't think so. Um, okay. What we have had consistently over the last two years was a couple members, and I'm I, I'm going to be as frank as possible with you, Andrew. Sure. You know we have sat in board room over the last couple of years where we have been challenged on almost everything by only a, by a significant minority, I would say, right? Um, I won't translate that as um, divided. They're just persons who have not gotten over the defeat of their good friend Dave Cameron. Mm. And so they have made the conscious decision to be opposition. And it's no surprise to President Ricky Sheridan and myself or any of the other directors of the show who have sat in boardroom with us that we have challenges from both Sinassi and, uh, and, and your yeah, gentleman there. Mm-hmm. and that is just the reality we've accepted that and we we you know we take it on board it's a democratic process we welcome it you know we're we going to be like some who are not open to elections Andrew. you that is not our style we mm-hmm. believe in being diplomatic and 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 democratic
0: mm-hmm.
9: and we we are going to go about it we, we're looking forward to the elections mm-hmm. on sunday mm-hmm. both um, president kerris and myself and, and i can guarantee you i'm, I'm showing you Andrew that. The directors are looking forward to it as well to show their full support and just confirm that they are 100% behind Skerritt and Shallow. Mm. So you
3: expect to win this comfortably then, Dr. Shallow?
9: Andrew, I I would say 8-4, but there's a possibility that it would be 9-3 as well.
3: Ooh, could you explain?
9: Well, so you do the math. I mean, it's 12 <laughs> voters on <it. laughs> 12 voters on 8-4? 8-4. <laughs> For then, you know, oh. I see like laughing because he's quite familiar with the process, oh. you know? <laughs> So, so we, we, are, we are that standpoint. We just go into the process as we should. Again, we are open to, to you know, um, being, you know, a democratic system. That's what President Kerr and myself have mm-hmm. advocated. And we are going to ensure that, you know, Cricket West Indies continues that way under our leadership.
3: Doc, Dr. Shallow, in 2019, Dave Cameron double nominations and lost eight four are you afraid about backlash you never know because sometimes people don't care at the mandate dr shallow
9: well dave Lawrence's his arrogance should to get the better of his judgment right Ooh. and that that is a, that is the difference that you know president carrot and myself are uh, you know humble individuals very calculated individuals and you know if we tell you eight four the minimum then believe it that is what it's for eight to four so
3: now three bees that maybe a vote that rolling butcher i may come from barbados Diana. Roland, are you are you a
9: delegate let me tell you why i said possibly nine nine three uh right. I, mean, I, I, would, I would not i would not be even you know if, if it happens to be 10 i wouldn't be surprised because as i said directors have sat in the boardroom for the last two years mm-hmm. you know see these they have and of these same two gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Operate. They, they are not capable of leading West Indies cricket. They do not have West Indies cricket at heart. Ooh. They have personal motive and directors who are going to vote. No, they, they notice Andrew. Oh,
1: so I see. So
9: what what they have in what they have in Kerit and myself, uh, two leaders that they know yeah. they can trust who are going to stick by their word and who will continue to put cricket force in our mm. decision making mm. and that is the vast difference with taking the risk with these other two gentlemen
3: no no dr shallow your opponents they've got a concern in terms of the voting process um, is it going to be by a show of hands or is it going to be secret ballot dr shallow
9: do we have a corporate secretary who is responsible for the process and our Constitution to guide us there. And, you know, that is public knowledge, um, if, if you want. It, it's unfortunate as this is last Tuesday before election. As I probably might have suggested the talk with Secretary come and explain that to you. But I'm, I'm not going to go through it publicly, um, certainly not on this forum. And the mm-hmm. other, guys guy is aware of it, too. I mean, they have been on the board longer than myself. I have been on the board just... No, but, 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 but Dr. Shalom, no. but
3: but my before. investigation... It, 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 no, no, but my investigations tell me that there's a big concern uh, in relation to your opponents because traditionally you have secret ballot, but apparently it is not going to be this way this time. It's going to be by vote of hands and they're concerned about that. Can you can you explain why? That? why
9: should they be concerned about it? But but why should they be concerned about it? If mm. they're so confident going into an election, they should be bothered if this show of
1: hands
9: or not oh okay. i i don't i wish a show of hands anyway anyhow the election mm. goes, i don't mind Andrew. you it's a process it's a democratic process okay that i have no influence on We scary doesn't have any influence on the process either right there's a constitution to guide us and we are going to mm-hmm. turn up on sunday the 28th of march and allow the democratic process to to take take all right and whatever the whatever the results are at the end of it we are going to accept it as well
3: so you're confirming then on this program dr shallow that the vote on the 28th is going to be by a show of hands are you confirming that
9: there, there are different options on June, right the constitution guides that in the first instance the, the the election should be by show of hands. Oh. And the okay. second case, it should be if a director asks for for there to be a poll, mm-hmm. then the the chair of the committee mm-hmm. could facilitate that as well.
3: Oh, um, Doctor Ford, you, you're accustomed to elections. You've been, you've won and you've lost. Do You want to comment on this, Doctor Ford?
7: Mm-hmm. Andrew, I never lost an election, but um, <laughs> essentially, um, in my small organization. We had a a box, and it happens at the BCA where um, nobody knows who votes for who. We just count the ballots at the end. But um, you know, I, I guess we, if they if they have processes and a constitution, and that's how it's done there, then uh, nothing can be done. But I want to just go back to the economics and marketing of the cricket because. Um, Financing is always a big, a big concern. You're trying to to get your all the things you want to achieve uh, done. You have a plan which you're continuing to work on, but as far as the economics are concerned, uh, I know that you have a few agreements for for rights and that sort of thing. Um, do you think that you're heading in the right direction to make the CWA strong enough economically to sustain what you want to achieve? Give,
9: if absolutely, you're giving them Absolutely no doubt. No doubt um Dr. Ford. We we have never tried to fool anyone into thinking that this is an easy task. We have said from the beginning that, you know, we are you know, th- this is not an overnight like thought and we were speaking specifically about well it's not specifically of finance only, but with our um, cricket and, and all the, the results and the feed and so on, but even with the finance we <laughs> there, there's no there's you're going to change that culture. You, you're going to have expenses, whether it's funding the territorial boards, um, funding the team, funding our staff, and so on. These are things that you're not going to change. What we have done to address that successfully, we had an um, an audit completed which produced the PKF report. We have adopted the recommendations, the majority of the recommendations. We, we are now, we have reformed, we structurally financed finance departments and what we have in place is a is a sound system some financial system with prudent financial practices being done on a daily basis and th- that is that is the foundation there right in terms of commercial now because we have repaired the 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 relations with stakeholders across the globe there's obviously more confidence in the organization under uh, President Ricky Scarrett. So we have one of the things we have done, which we spoke about in our ten-point 10.9 in 2019 as well, is empowering our staff. We don't have any executive president in Ricky Scarrett. What we have is empowered our CEO, our director of cricket, our commercial director and so on, so that they could then go and do their job. And they have performed, by all measurements, very well, over the last two years and so the signings that you have seen over the last last few weeks you know the the us going on tour to england to new zealand to bangladesh which i i i, I would add andrew that the same persons who are challenging us now that they obviously oppose dr ford and, and i know you oppose one or two of those tours as well right but you know we we, we and toby I must thank you because I actually listened to you on the program, especially with the Bangladesh tour supporting that tour. And I think our oh, would turn around knowing that, you know, Cricket West has benefited tremendously from going on that tour, just like we would have going, um, by going to New Zealand and England, despite not winning series day. Okay. The opportunity... Well, think- and the, one, one second, Dr. Ford. The the, the, the opportunities for players today, because remember... We are a leadership that has spoken to cricket force. And so we have to ensure that cricket is being played by our players because this is a full-time job. So when you talk about economics, you can't talk about economics and finances. You don't talk about players playing cricket and getting paid right? So we can't take it in isolation. And what we have done, despite the challenges of COVID-19, despite all the other challenges that we have inherited in 2019, which won't be you know, addressed and resolved in two years, but we have ensured that our players continue to play cricket, continue to walk, are be employed. And because of all those things, the holistic approach taken place over the last three years, I believe we're in a much better position going into a second term of hockey. Okay,
7: well, you mentioned um that you gained a lot from the tours, but but my question was more about financial increasing the financial base rather than rather than some of the things you mentioned because we do know that the players were on on half pay for a while and the thing is you you need to earn more revenue in order to let the the team go forward you also mentioned tightening up financial structures within CWI but the question is you had a a report a PK report has that report caused any changes to your the way you function and the way your CEO functions in the CWI of course um Dr. Ford,
9: I, I would not have gone into details, but I did state that we have adopted majority of those recommendations.
7: Okay. Uh, I, I noticed that New Zealand has, has gone into an agreement with Amazon Prime. We have uh, been with BC Sports and that sort of thing. Um, did we look at all the possible partners we could have engaged with in terms of rights, or did we go with people we have relationships with? Uh, how did you go about uh, getting the best um, deals for CWA in terms of the important rights? So that's a big revenue earner.
9: Well, we, we have a reputable organization in Pitch who handles um, our, our commercial arm, really, in terms of going out to the market and, you know, attracting and, and negotiating for media rights and so on, and they have been doing a, a wonderful job, you know, working closely, of course, with, with Dominic Warren, our commercial director, along with our CEO and other staff at the secretariat and team. And so, what they have done is obviously approach prospects, you know, they rank the prospects and they have reached out and continue discussions. Uh, and this is not the sessions haven't ended yet in in, in most cases. to just talk finance and not look at the big picture, the entire picture, right? And so I would say that, and let me give you an example why I said that, Dr. Ford. If you do not improve your your brand, if you don't start winning matches, you're not going to be attractive, right? The, 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 the corporate community is not going to want, no one wants to partner with a loser, right? And that has been an issue we've had over the years. So when we talk of cricket forces, it's not, just jumping up and waking up one morning and say, well, that's just the cricket for us, right? It's because we know our cricket must be, you know, leading, right? And therefore attracting, you know, whether it's, it's, it's companies in the region or, or, or otherwise outside, whether it's in any, way, any, any part of the world, right? But the key thing is that they want to be, you know, associated with winners, you know? Mm-hmm. And we, we have to make sure that we are just all the other facets, while we, no. we, we, we do it,
7: you, while we while we you we as well. Um, Roland and Andrew, you have other questions. Too? You,
3: well, just but, but just before Roland comes in, uh, we're going to go to Jamaica and talk to the Secretary of Weeper, of course Weeper, an important partner of CWI. Wayne Lewis is on the line. Wayne, how are you, my friend?
6: I enjoy you good evening to you. Good evening to all your your panel and. You know, your two your 2.5 million listeners.
3: Yeah. No, man, you got that figure wrong, man. Come on, 10? man, 2.5. That's, that's just the population of Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sir, so 10 million. 10 million. All right. Are, are you looking forward to these elections? I mean, the, the last one, it was very um, interesting with Dave Cameron. Now we got um, Dr. Shallow and, of course, uh, uh, Ricky Skerritt, and challenged by Senasti and Hope. Uh, what, we are looking forward to it.
6: <laughs> Are you serious, um, Andrew, with that question? question? What, what question was that? You know, you're actually me looking forward to I mean, I was on your program some months ago. I think Dr. Shallow was on his program. Yes. And I made it quite clear then that, you know, we probably don't get into the politics of cricket but in the mm. We are there to represent the interests of our players. We are there to play. Of um, participation and, and cooperation with whoever is leading uh, cricket wrestling is at the moment it's Dr. Shallow and, and Mr. Skerry and you asked me what the relationship we've had with them, the experiences were very good. I'm sure at the beginning there were some apprehensions because of, it felt that there was this closeness with B.F. Cameron and and, and Ravel in particular and I thought that that was um, fleshed out and I explained to you then that we never been involved during that that, that stage, we made no public pronouncements, uh, utterances, to support either candidate, because we know whoever wins the election, we'll have to work with. But I can be honest, the fair with you and the fair with Mr. Scarry and the fair with Dr. Shallow about the, of my experience or Reaper's experience with the and we have not known. Of course, there are issues, nothing that would, would turn the table over. We have had differences and we've worked through the mm-hmm. respect -hmm. And both sides. And um, I have no issues working with Dr. Shallow and Mr. Kerridge from the experiences that we have had in the last two years. Mm -hmm. But as far as we go in terms of, I'm not going to speak to whether I would like Mr. Kerridge and Dr. Shallow to be returned. Uh, We're not going to get into stuff like that. We're not going to say we're going to be supporting Mr. Mr. Vanastier. We're not into that. We're not going to get into that. It doesn't matter to us. Whoever is running their their (laughs) outreach. I think we'll
3: have to work with that. Mm. Um, has we um, spoken to Sanasty and, and, and Hope since they've thrown their hat in the ring? What? Has Weeper spoken to to Senasi and Hope since they've thrown their hat into the ring?
6: Well let me be clear. We has not spoken to Mr. Senasi or Hope, we not spoken to Dr. Shallo and Mr. Skerritt. We have had no discussion mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware that we have spoken to either party. The only time I get to talk to Dr. Shallo other than in meeting because we do meet and we are negotiating on some aspects of the MOU at the moment as we speak. Mm-hmm. We've had those discussions. They have been very fruitful, very pointed, very professional. And that's the only time we speak outside of that we have not spoken.
3: Mm-hmm. Just before my um, friend Dr. Ford comes in, what are your expectations from the new administration, whether it be Sanasi and, uh, and Hope or Shallow and, uh, of course, Garrett? What are you looking forward to?
6: So, Cheryl, just talk about the fact that, I mean, no one wants to support a losing brand. You know, they want to support a winning team. We are working hard with City West as whoever is there, and continue to try and improve the brand and to get the players to be more focused and make sure from our point of view that they are well represented. So, when they go on the field, there are no worries. And in this matters, we know that our system systems in place to deal with those things. So, we just want continued cooperation and respect from our end, and we are willing to give the same. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're looking forward and ultimately we we'll would work together so that the plan can improve where we can get bigger contracts, bigger rights um, and bigger deals for the team. And therefore, it trickles down to all the other teams. So we're looking for a positive position as we move forward.
3: Dr. Mm-hmm. Ford, uh, any questions for our good friend, Mr. Lewis, before he goes? Uh,
7: Wayne, the players uh getting their full remuneration again. Uh Yes, sir. After That's right, That's COVID hard. cut. Hello. After going through a, a cut during COVID, are they
6: getting their full uh, salaries now? Thanks for asking that. Uh, we, we, we there was the first six months from um, July one. There was an agreement between Cricket West Indies and ourselves that there be a 60% cut, and we would look to you know restart the full payments on January one, and you know I'm happy to announce. I, mean, I think I've done this already. I'm happy to announce that, yes, come January 1, everybody's on full pay once more, and the players are happy with that. Of course, they're not going to be pleased that yet. Their, their sellers have to cut. We understood it, and we sold it to them well. And so it's a seamless transition. So, yes, this is our please, I'm mm-hmm. pleased and happy about that. In January this year, that's already gone, right? We started from January 1, yes, so they're, they're on full pay.
7: Okay, great.
6: Let me explain what this full pay is about. The full pay has to do with the retain a contract. Their yeah, contract with a monthly salary with their match fees. There were never any adjustments there. The players still get their full match fees for all the test matches, all the IC20s. Similarly, in the regional cricket, we have only had the Super 50. We have not had any 4-day cricket as well, but the players will play their full uh, with a slight increase. Um, their remuneration for the Super 50. As was agreed on you know our MOU, so that there's no issue adjustments with that. The only adjustments have to do with their monthly salary. Hmm. All right. Well, okay.
7: Um, sorry to belabor the point, but I'm going back to you, Dr. Shallow. Um, getting back to these uh, deals, all right? Um, we haven't privy to the the numbers for it, and but I'd like to ask you, with a view to the fact that inflation is reality. Can you give us an example of the percentage increase you have negotiated for the right, uh now compared to the rights which had expired prior to that? Dr. No,
9: no, Ford, in terms of the details of, of these um, agreements, I'll, I'll allow Dominic Wan on a future program to come and talk to you, on mm-hmm. and about that. I'll go into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, and, and in the interest
3: of time, too, because you've got just a couple of minutes left, on the shoulder, two things I want to talk yeah,
9: but, about. But, but, and while we're on, let me just add, please. Right. That, again, it is about confidence in leadership, we pair in stakeholders' relations, right? Cricket West Indies and uh, Ricky as president, players had absolutely all confidence in the leadership that when we said that we had cut salaries and retainers at 50% that is last resort. And I would tell you that Ricky did not lead that discussion. He allowed the CEO and the other persons, the 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 Weeper um, representatives to have that discussion and obviously with his support and with the endorsement of the board. Right. And because the way it was done, it was much easier to get the buy-in from the players and other staff. You know, and, and and this is what I talk about, that you, you can't just divorce one thing from the other in, in, in cricket, right? But at the end of the day, that's stakeholders' relation, you know, respecting everyone, realizing that we must have an inclusive environment for Western Australia, that Western cricket is not about any individual, right? That is the only way we're going to continue to move forward.
3: Just yes, we got another five minutes left in the show. Dr. Shallow, can, can you explain this talk about... Um being before the Ethics Committee. Because on the show last week, we had Sanasti saying that you brought um, Ricky
9: Scarrett. Andrew, we only have five minutes.
3: Don't even wait for the time, right? It's is an issue. It's an issue. So, so you've, not brought, you've not been brought before the Ethics Committee? Never, never.
9: Okay, never. All right.
3: Okay, fine. All right. So it's an issue. All right. Now, um, what's the latest on the Courtney Brown, Eileen Baptiste, and that's great uh, they, they 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 put cricket lessies in court? What's happening to them? Has that matter been resolved these gentlemen?
9: I you would have to ask them. I I'm not even sure if they're pursuing that anymore.
3: Um, could you explain that? You mean they don't have a strong case?
9: No, I'm just not I'm not sure at this point if they are pursuing that issue, right? If, if there's a case where they have just accepted the situation and move on. But I'm sure we'll be able to talk about that in the
3: future. <laughs> and and we are we know Dr. Doc- We've got some good lawyers, huh? Down there
9: in Antigua. We probably don't even have need for them. I, 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 I think you're talking about previously, before when we were in court every week. Yes, you
3: know, a I mean, lo, lo, lot of I, money spent, in the last lawsuits. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed, indeed, previously,
9: indeed. Pre, pre, previously, that was prior to this to the dispensation the President Vicky Scarrick. But <laughs> we have said that you know we are not going to be fighting battles, you know, certainly not with our, our players. Whether present or past play, right? And again, we have been in an inclusive environment, working closely with all our stakeholders. So we don't, unless there's someone who is very unreasonable, mm. we don't expect to be in any legal battle with them, Andrew.
3: Right, uh, Roland, uh, as a cricketer, past cricketer, um, any questions for Dr. Shallow? Any comments? Andrew, I have no no uh, questions for Dr. Shallow.
0: Mm.
3: None. Well, what, well, what, I mean, I, but I know it, that your board um, came out uh, last week and supported um Sinassi and Ho.
0: Well,
5: Andrew, I'm not here to speak about my board. I'm here to speak about what has been going on today. That's why you you invited me to come and discuss the test,
9: man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're um, fully yes. uh, 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 Andrew, And let me just add, right? Yes. That all you mentioned, I prediction, you know, with right. possible 9-3 and even... Ten, and that is because I'm I'm a way of some of the directors, you know, even the B.C. I have all respect. Uh, Andrew, you know Barber's is like my second home. Yes, right? yes. Right? You know, I, I spend most of my time in Bar In fact, I tend to spend more time in Barber's than Sylvainston's in the That's a fact. Yes. Right? And, and, and these gentlemen on B C it is nowhere these guys are going to come to an elections and vote with their conscience, right? So, these other two gentlemen no. That the, the interests, mm. right? I mean, we, we they, they know the individual who is represented, representing our, uh, who is challenges as the vice president Andrew. Right. So not the, even a way of this fellow being, being a, a club president, right? A cricket club president in Barbados, not just two vice president. He has been rejected on multiple occasions for position in BCA. Mm. Right. Then he move across to Guyana. Right. To our to my colleague there who all oh, you have to do Andrew is Google. You just go everybody using Google these days. Just go and Google and do a scan. And and I have great confidence in the directors who are going to be carrying the votes. That, you know, when they really get the details at the AGM, although they may would have been, uh, there would have been some attempts to influence their decisions going into the meeting. I'm sure that if they vote based on the facts presented at the AGM and if their interest or their heart really is with Western cricket, then they would do the right thing. They would vote for Skerritt and Shallow. So I, I'm, I'm still sticking to a 9-3, but I won't be surprised if it's a 10 Well,
3: that's going to be a
9: serious
3: licking, as we would say, in the Caribbean. I want to thank you, Dr. Shallow, for coming through and talking to us. Very confident man indeed. It seems as if the BCA will be voting for Skerritt. You never know. Of course, uh, Mr. Butcher. I wouldn't want you to come into that at all. it interests you to see the delegates are. Are you voting? Um, um, uh, quickly, Mr. Butcher. Ten seconds. Are you? Are you one of the delegates? Andrew? Um, no, I'm not one of the delegates. Okay, right. That's the shortest answer you've ever ever given me in your entire life. Uh, Roland, you're not one of the delegates. Well, <laughs> it's going kind to of be very interesting, Doctor Shallow. He's saying it could very well be eight four. It could uh, be nine three or even ten two.
9: I don't know. No, no, I, 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 rule out,
3: I rule out the 8-4. I'm saying 9-3. Oh, all right. All right. No, that's very interesting. You never know. For the second straight time, uh, Dr. Shallow and, of course, Mr. Skerritt, may be getting a vote from Ghana. Well, that's our part of life. It's been a wonderful show again. Thanks to you, um, uh, Toby Radford, for coming to and talking to us. Of course, always a pleasure to talk to you. Roland thank you. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Courtney Andrew Walsh, ambassador of come through and talk with us as well. We also want to thank Wayne Lewis. Lewis, those numbers uh, look very interesting indeed. And I also want to thank Dr. Andrew Ford, who I think may go with shallow and scared for the first time in his life. Uh, you got some support from Dr. Ford, I can assure you. The business of a leader is to turn obstacles into stepping stones and disasters to triumph. I'm Andrew Mason. It's open for a tomorrow. Good night. Uh,
1: and good evening to all of you wonderful people. I hope you enjoyed it. We apologize for the break in transmission, but we were back up and running again. So, thanks for (laughs) being able to do so on time and may God continue to bless each and every one of you who listen to us and we just hope that you will have the time to be with us come, come Sunday. Sunday at until nine p m and um, let me take you home with my dear niece um, not my niece but from Ian Daniel he says he's from the island and he is from the island and we are all from the island so good night God bless see you Sunday Sunday evening for more cricket and if you want entertainment we'll give you some Saturday morning as well good night.
10: Over twenty years ago A little paradise island Where milk and honey flow That place where I was born Then grew up to be a man You'll never feel alone In this place I'll always call home I'm well, from the island, a small part of the Caribbean. where there's no winter season. Every day is sun or rain, and just about. A part of the carry field When I take a look Into my childhood days Playing football and cricket was fun All day long in the burning sun you could hear your mom calling, and still you just want to be You see I still remember those were the best days for me And I'm proud I'm from the islands A small part of the Caribbean Where there's no change in the season every day just the same, and just the thought of leaving, oh, it drives me insane. I'm so proud I'm from the islands. It's my part of the Caribbean. It is my fantasy Hold some arch of my old memories Where land and seas make beauty Without no explanation I'm back where i began. i I'm proud to be an Antiguan. It's part of the Caribbean Caribbean. There's no change in season. Every day is sun rain And just the thought of leaving, oh, it drives me insane. I'm so proud I'm from the islands. It's not part of the Caribbean. I'm so proud to be an It's part of the carry.